0: Dr. Lisa gives a shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, the greatest radio station in the entire universe. Um, it's true. We've checked. I've checked. Uh, have you seen the global charts? But any, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening in today. Uh, it, it's kind of, I. you know, you know what happened to me this week? I just want you to know. I had this little job, a part-time job that I really, really loved, and I didn't hear back from them. I got in touch with them, and I thought it was over. And at the same time, I also had this big order on this new product I'm developing, and that that got canceled, or I thought it did. And then in the same day, that was yesterday, the order came back and i got a i got an email about the job so i just want you to know like i had really like been trashing myself and blaming myself i actually i actually thought it was all my fault and then i made a big deal out of nothing and it all worked out so i just want you guys to remember like don't don't get anxious about nothing like i do you got to keep your shit together and that was a reminder of the value of uh having some perspective. And uh we learned something there and I'm feeling better. So I have a uh uh awesome incredible uh guest on today Marcellus Hall. He's put his hat on in a silly way. Marcellus, what's with the hat?
1: <laughs> I thought it would help it would free my mind, you know. Oh. I just put this hat on.
0: <laughs> it freed mine. <laughs>
1: Okay, course, so yeah.
0: Marcellus uh, got we came in. We had a lovely chat, and now he, in the middle of all this, put a You're a blusher, aren't you, Marcellus? Ah, uh, sunburn. I, I burn really easily. Are you really, really sunburned from what?
1: From, um, the sun.
0: Where just every day? Just
1: whenever I feel embarrassed, I get sunburned.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> see that diversion. I see through that, Marcellus. Okay. So, uh, the the impetus. For Marcellus to be on the radio show today, the reason I got in touch with him, I've known Marcellus a while now. Um, He's somebody that I have a huge amount of respect for and has been very, very generous in showing up to my things, which is so meaningful to me. I can't tell you. And I have told you, I think, right? Because. (laughs) Because <laughs> so. um, it really blows my mind that no, you actually but, come to anything I do. <laughs> but you're,
1: I love your I love your art. I love your approach. Thank you. I, it's funny. It's clever and uh, smart. And um, it, it's unique.
0: It's really meaningful to hear to hear that from you, Marcel's, because this is definitely like a big mutual admiration society we have going <laughs> here. So I haven't had that much of an opportunity to really dig into marcellus's uh emotional life which i really want to get to today but before we do i do want to make sure that you all know about his book called kaleidoscope city which is a graphic novel but it's also like it has a real um sensibility of a Somebody that write a songwriter actually because Marcellus writes songs as well. I'm going to tell you about all his achievements, but first, I want you to understand what. Um, okay, so he's accomplished at a lot of things, but he has done, uh, I'll just give you one example of it. He's done like a whole bunch of New Yorker covers, okay? So, Marcellus, four. with that, four. tell us four, four. Yeah. That's a lot, okay? Okay, so just tell us about the book so we can understand it. It's a bit of a love love lorn story
1: yeah there's something about that there's a there's a, a solitary protagonist he looks kind of like me he lives in the city he rides a bicycle and um he loves to uh observe things around the city there's a there's a um a motif of of uh heartache throughout the book and um I wasn't even sure if it was called a graphic novel, but it's the the book was a sort of a labor of love that I've been working on for a number of years. And I finally ha- had it published this last month by bittersweeteditions.com. They've um, they sort of guided me. The guy there, the editor, Marco North, helped me put it together. And um, it's finally and, been launched.
0: You've had a lot of you've had um. it's gotten like it's got a crazy amount of write ups. I had to read, not, not that I had to read them all, but you know, I got to be prepared. There's, it took me a long time to get through your shit, man. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It was a big job today. Yeah. My dog was like sitting there and I had somebody helping me clean today. It was like a little bit arduous, Mm -hmm. frankly, a lot of stuff. But, um, so uh, the thing that I mentioned you as an illustrator, this is what I got out of the book and what, uh, and your work in general is that you're, you're just kind of, This person that rides around, you love New York City, you ride around on your bike, you carry your sketchbook everywhere, and like by just by nature, you're always just drawing everywhere you go. Uh,
1: yeah, I studied art, I love drawing, and I, I, you know, it's my profession as an illustrator, so I see the practice of drawing as really important. And so I keep a sketchbook, and it's also, I found, and this fits perfectly with your show, I found it to be therapeutic it's sure you know what i mean it's uh it's a it's a mindless kind of um endeavor and it not only improves my um skills but it it uh frees me up you know oh, for a moment it. it's like you know that meditative kind of um uh, act activity
0: right right which helps you get in touch with like just takes you away a little bit Mm-hmm. It's a little like my husband who's on his phone all the time, even at like parties so that he can avoid everything and not be be with be be away on his own, except it's actually pr- very productive. Mm-hmm. So uh little dig at Phil. Sorry, Phil, honey. You know how I feel about the fubbing. Uh Okay, here's what I what uh Marcel's here's I'm going to tell these people what you and I were just chatting before you got on the air. So this is what we were talking about what I think we should at least start out with. So I'm what I'm going to do is explain to you, you you listener out there how accomplished Marcellus is and then I'm going to uh, when he's done blushing, if the place doesn't explode, I'm going to um, ask him about that and find out the reality uh, behind it because Marcellus has all these accolades and um, accomplishments that I find um, a little overwhelming for one person in in, in a... Um, it's, it's all on Wikipedia as a Wikipedia page, of course. And on top of that, here, get ready get ready to blush. He's also really handsome and personable. How is that? How do you feel? Is that like horrible? Thank you. I, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice to hear. Okay, Thank okay, you. yeah. Uh, and um, okay, so here are the things that, here's the list of things that I think, uh, marcellus is accomplished about he's accomplished illustrator like i said he has four uh um, new york magazine covers but he's also been in new york new yorker new yorker covers new yorker the wall street journal he's also been in his work has been the atlantic time american american illustration society of illustrators communication arts manuals blah 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 he has uh illustrated a whole bunch of children's books. He's also written and illustrated his own book, which was published by like Abrams, major publishing company or Penguin, major Penguin. publishing Penguin. companies.
1: Yeah. My own children's book, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. I illustrated eight <laughs> others.
0: And eight others. And on top of that, he also has this whole like recording, uh, fronting a band career where he like, here's some of the things that he's done in that arena. He opened for Super Chunk, right? That's a big deal. Where was that? Was that at CBGB's? Wait. What? Did you open for Super Chunk?
1: No, I think they opened for us.
0: Are they open for you? What am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But I'm surprised
1: that that name... We've... we've um. We've shared bills with many amazing bands. Okay, tell us, tell us. And bigger ones. Okay, tell us. I mean, actually, I don't measure bands by their size. No, no, but but
0: these are our casual listeners. Just Mm -hmm. tell, help me make my case that Mm -hmm. you're accomplished. Mm -hmm. Tell us.
1: Well, um, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I didn't bring a list of all the bands we played with. Okay, well, name one. You know what was nice? Uh, Five years ago, uh, the singer from Modest Mouse heard one of my songs called life is still sweet and he loved it and he tattooed the name of the song onto his arm and then he contacted me and said would you like to put out would you like to open for us we played with modest mouse Fuck. and then he said would you like to put out an album of your solo material i said yeah i don't have a label right now and he put it out and he let me make a booklet to go with the cd/lp and the booklet was filled with my drawings So that came out, I don't know, six years ago. It's called The First Line. That's available somewhere. And um, we made another album since then, but that wasn't with him. But yeah, it's nice to have the support of uh, people you respect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: People that everyone respects. So was that really fun? Did you get to know him and hang out with him and do all that stuff? Did you get to know him? Yeah, he got
1: to know us and he got to hang out with us too.
0: Yeah. See? (laughs) See, there's a guy with healthy self esteem, which brings me to my next point before we really get into the into the nitty-gritty and the next point is a quote that i found uh from marcellus that where he actually shows that he has a real balance um his ego he has a really good um take on his accomplishments and his talents which are vast and seem very natural so he says he has a high regard for his work but not too high not too low either it's right about where it should be. I am not too egotistical, yet I am not too self-deprecating either. And I, th- I think, I think that is. And uh, what did he say? I don't think my work is better than everyone else's, nor <laughs> is it worse. I am just average, I guess. Moderation is best taken in moderation. <laughs> I think I'm going to have that tattooed on my arm because okay. I really need that. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. So what I'm going to do is try and poke poke at Marcellus and see see if he like right now I'm thinking man how does he live with being so naturally talented at everything we're going to find out so you do seem really naturally talented I'm not taking away anything in that you're obviously hard working and dedicated Mm. there's no question about that but you also must have some real like innate talent to have gotten that far in so many areas no
1: um yeah, I guess, I guess I, ha- I, yeah, I think I have talents and um, I try to uh, use, uh, I try to exploit them and, and, and I try to be disciplined about them and, 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 uh, you know, I see that as sort of as my um, obligation to. Ob-
0: obligation in what way?
1: Um. To, to um, make use of what, uh, whatever talents I have. I, I you feel, mean you are grateful to
0: have the talents?
1: Well, I am definitely grateful, but I also feel it's an obligation for me to um, uh, maximize that, plug away, yeah, right. because it would be a shame, it would be a crime, it would be wrong for me to die without having tried wow. to to exploit those things that whatever they are. <laughs> I mean, I you know they're, they're kind of hard to define, but I see my skills in in illustration as as the same, one and the same as my skills in music. Mm-hmm. They're not separate. It's just me. Um, trying to express myself in artful ways,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely have the same uh, sensibility, you know, the same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it like growing up? Were you just like one of those kids that came out of the womb, like, you know, like <laughs> with a paintbrush in your hand and, you know, a guitar? <laughs> no, Not, like what yeah. was it like? Were you, were you recognized right away as like a gifted child or how was that?
1: I did, um, get attention for drawing all the time. Ever, I remember in kindergarten doing that. And I remember actually maybe third or fourth grade, um, the school talent show, they, they had me stand up in front of the, <laughs> the whole school with an easel and I made drawings. <laughs> I was petrified and I didn't, you know, talk about blushing. I, I was, but I did it. And, um, yeah.
0: That's, that's,
1: I learned early that I could get attention from drawing, so I kept at it, too. I think that's part of it as mm-hmm, well, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And did you... But the music you, came later. And the music, how about the music, when did you... When came you, later. How did that develop?
1: I don't know. I think I, I, think there's... You know, you don't get much applause, except for that moment in third grade when I was in front of the school, but you don't get much applause as a, an illustrator toiling away or, you know, somebody... At, oh, at home. solitary. Yeah, so I think I craved some some more immediate um, attention, and so uh, well, I mean, and I love music, right? So when it wasn't until I uh, hit college that I decided, oh, um, I can I can expand, I can do different things, and I love music, and there's a guitar lying over there. I'm going to try to learn to play it, and so that's what happened.
0: So you just picked it up, and then you. You worked hard at playing it? Was it did that come fairly naturally? It seems like some, it does.
1: I don't know. I I don't regard myself as a great guitar player but but I get by and and I play harmonica and I love actually singing, you know, and and writing lyrics.
0: It's, singing it's, uh, and writing is really the focus. Probably, yeah. More because that's actually much closer to um to the visual to the visual art, isn't it? In a way like, because like your book, Kaleidoscope city is kind of writing and drawing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a lot like songwriting, singing and, but I, it all comes from you. The music, yeah. the, the instrument is another tool. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so did you play like in junior high school, high school, was it in school or it wasn't until college, that I started college. Doing that. but I mean, I,
1: I, lo- I collected records. I, um, I remember, like, um, writing down lyrics um, from songs that I liked. You know, like, I was sort of obsessive about Mm -hmm. music. Did
0: you do any drawing inspired by music, songs?
1: Oh, yeah, all the time I made drawings of um, musicians and caricatures Mm and, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: I have a great portrait of... um, of uh, Simon and Garfunkel, directly off the bookends album. I have to show it to you really? sometime. Yeah,
1: okay. A great what did you say? A portrait drawing. A yes. drawing. Yeah, that somebody a pencil made? sketch that, you uh, made. that I made. Exact. Oh, that's great. It's really, I'm
0: very proud of it. Uh-huh. Uh So, what was your childhood like? Did you have brothers or sisters?
1: Yeah, I'm the oldest of, of uh, four kids. Wow. Um, my parent. We grew up in Minnesota, and um, we have a. Uh, um, what we we went to Catholic church. Um oh. <laughs> We uh we went to public school. We my parents um were left leaning, and we um and did I say Minneapolis? I said Minnesota, but we were in Minneapolis, and uh, it was a I think a good um, upbringing.
0: It's fa- fairly urban environment, right? Yeah. I mean, not like a city city, but like an urban-y yeah. kind of thing. Not Have you been like, there to Minneapolis? I haven't. No. But 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 I'm imagining it's not like a rural place or something no. like that. Or the suburbs either. It's not a suburb, really. Right?
1: No. But there are suburbs of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And was everybody like uber-talented in your family, or <laughs> what did your parents do? <laughs> are your brothers and sisters uh, talented?
1: Yeah. Everybody's talented, but uh, I don't know um how to measure that. Um,
0: <laughs> well, let's let's look at the resumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. No,
1: um, uh, they all do different things. Um, my brother works in the restaurant business. My my sister is a social worker, and my other sister's a librarian. Um uh, my mom is active in the League of Women Voters and teaches ESL. And my dad works in um uh, stocks and um uh, business.
0: Y- your dad's a business guy. Yeah. So he, so he, he works in stocks and finance and yeah, stuff finance, like yeah. that. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. I wouldn't have necessarily pictured, pictured that. That's like a really serious business guy.
1: I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not what I'm into so much, but no, um, no, it's but an interesting I mean, contrast, I guess. Yeah. And my, my, my mom's brother was a hard, hardcore artist, um, oh. you know, a, a, through and through, which was inspiring to me as a as a kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah if you're wondering about um role models
0: well i mean also i think there's likely some genetic and talent Mm -hmm. there it seems and did he draw well yeah yeah but you seem like the only the way your family's described it seems like you are the only one who really uh pursued creative talent your creative talent professionally is that right
1: um yeah i guess technically that's true
0: no, yeah. literally, but my dad, that's true.
1: My, my dad is, has written some um, books now that he's retired, um, you mm-hmm. know, like a, a memoir and things like that. He you know, has? He's, he's, he's uh, flexing his creative muscles. What kind
0: know? of memoir?
1: You know, like, like people do when they get towards the end of their life to About sort of his look back career? on this life. Um, one was about his life and the other was about his career. Yeah. Wow. Or about, about the business world. Yeah.
0: Oh, is he, is he like a well-known guy? Is that something? Why would he write a, a biography then? I don't know. Is it self-published?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Huh.
0: can I read it? Can yeah. we have him on?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we should be promoting, uh, we should be promoting his book. Okay. So did you learn anything about him from reading his books? Like, did you get any surprises from that?
1: No, I knew him pretty well, mm-hmm. aside from the mm-hmm.
0: books. So what was it like growing up in that family? What was it like? What was your parents' relationship like?
1: Hmm. It's hard, <laughs> you know, it's hard to say. Because, you know, we, like everybody, I grew up thinking uh, my parents was the way that things are. And you don't know until later whether it's strange or unusual or something or...
0: Right. And here we are later. <laughs> um, so, well, you know it, what? Did I did feel you comfortable know, to you. Or? Yeah, I think I, think mean, I had a very
1: um, I was very lucky and I have I have good parents and, and we had a good uh, family life, I think, in general. You know, we fought like most families. Um, my parents are still together. That's it's important, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it says yeah. a lot. Yeah. They've been together more than fifty years now, Shit. I think, and and I mentioned uh, Catholicism. We weren't; they weren't very strict. They were they were raised very strictly in a small town mm-hmm. in Minnesota, and then the sixties and seventies came, and they, um, they became progressive Catholics. So uh, we went to a a hippie Catholic cool. church, cool, and it was you know they were, the church was, although being Catholic was, pro feminism and against nuclear weapons and and things like that. It was cool. interesting. Yeah. And do you, do
0: you, did you, do you go to church now? Is that part of your life? No. 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 Um, so how did your, what role, like what role did you have in your family? Like, did you get along with your parents? Were you the oldest? Were you yeah. like in yeah, charge was, of things or like what kind of role?
1: I was the oldest. I don't know. Um, I, it's hard to say. Like, uh, you probably should ask my siblings what role I played.
0: But I mean, like with your parents, did you get along with both of them? Did you get how how'd you get along with your dad? How'd you get along with your mom?
1: Yeah, I think w- when I compare my family to others, I it's I think it's noteworthy that we all sort of got along, seems to be and still do on a sort of equal footing. Like nobody has got any long standing feud with another person. Nobody is mm-hmm. um, against my mom or against my dad in, in some kind of outstanding way. So mm-hmm. there's a we all sort of bounce off each other in good ways and bad ways.
0: You know, mm-hmm. you know, what's interesting. Um, I'm going to say this, that the way when I ask you, when you're talking about your family, it seems to me as if you're talking about them from a very observational point of view, as opposed from a, I, a feeling point of view, like I don't hear you right. saying like how you felt about the relationship with anybody. There's no yeah. what's going on Beelings, there. Yeah. Are you an observer? I don't know, but you know
1: well, definitely Obviously, I'm an observer. But yeah, where, I, yeah. Right. But I I do think there's this weird um if you want me to sort of start uh, uh, uh theorizing or excavating yeah, well, that kind of stuff. There there is something important about the 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 German Catholic background that I think I grew up in, in that there's a certain like um uh, critical, um, way of approaching things or, or, um, and, and, you know, even though we grew up in a very free, uh, progressive, uh, you know, left leaning family or whatever, um, there was, uh, I think trickling down, there's always this like strict, um, you know, the Catholic church has a lot of sexual right. strictures and things right. that, and I, I have a feeling that that kind of stuff sort of trickled down to us, regardless of what kind right, of right, um, right,
0: right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how was sexuality approached in your family? That's a great question. Oh, and he's blushing again. I don't no, blame no, you. Can no. I? Can I? Like, was, I mean, I'll just tell you, like, my family, there's Jews, but like the idea <laughs> of like me having sex ever, you know, was, I mean, my parents slept in separate beds, so, I mean, you don't have to be Catholic, but, like, their attitude about anything about sex was just, sex is bad, sex is wrong.
1: Right, I think that's...
0: So, how did your parents, like, did you have a girlfriend in high school or anything like that, No,
1: I bloomed later. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, at least you bloomed. Yeah. So, what happened, like, how, how was...
1: I was really shy.
0: You were really shy growing up? and
1: I think there was, there was a weird, uh, well... I don't know, but I think you're right. It's sort of across the board. Many cultures uh, uh, are, when dealing with the topic of sex, are fraught, and and people grow up confused. It's it's a confusing topic.
0: Well, or 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 feeling guilty. Yeah, that they too. feel guilty about sex because everybody is sexual, and everyone pretty. I mean, people by nature enjoy sex like they enjoy eating and everything else that's mm. natural but we are also supposed to not to and because it usually involves another person it's really a, a like a disaster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did you have any girlfriends in high school or no, no said, i didn't, no, that, didn't and that was anybody. that was a
1: source of uh, uh you know i i wish i had I, no. I was just shy i didn't know how to were you do
0: frustrated it. did you want to like yeah of course you know you, well uh, you know, so there were girls that you were interested yeah. in, but you couldn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, it you couldn't
0: talk to them, or it wasn't a possibility.
1: Yeah, I had. Oh, maybe it was, but I didn't know how to maneuver, and it wasn't until right. later uh, that I.
0: So, that, ha- yeah. so how? What, ha- what happened? What changed?
1: I don't know. Um, <laughs> I remember, you know, things really opened up when I went to art school.
0: Um, I, RISD. he went to RISD.
1: Yeah, because you know what? I went to a. a <laughs> a small liberal arts school in Minnesota for two years and then transferred to RISD. Actually. Mm-hmm. And there how
0: was that when you were in the school?
1: The first one, the first school. Mm-hmm. It was weird because it was in the middle of the woods and it was all these um, Midwestern... It was a, a a men's school and it was it had a all Catholic... All men? Yeah, but there was a sister school, you know, five oh miles away. Who's <laughs> so it was, I, oh, my it God. Was, it was kind of my dad's uh, urging because he went there and his dad uh. went there. But the, the idea was for me to... Um, get a liberal arts uh, education before focusing. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion that I would study art, but they wanted me to at least, uh, you know, get the humanities.
0: Right. Uh, were be- they worried about you being like studying art, and not having yeah. a job? Your yeah. dad's well, very successful. They were
1: more worried about me just not having a broad mind. Mm, uh, uh-huh. You know? I could see that. Yeah. An overall education.
0: Right. So when you went to, so did things change when you went to RISD then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I suddenly felt I, uh, I felt attractive, you know, like, like I could meet people, but I didn't in high school. And so that mm-hmm. was different. And I felt, um, like recognized in terms of, or better, you know, like I understood, people understood artistically what I was doing and I understood what, you know, we, there was all kinds of talented people there
0: and right. you felt validated. inspiring. Yeah. So what happened? Did you go there? Cause I said, he's an attractive, it's also like you have this shyness that is sort of like, um. I'm I'm just glad I'm really old and married so it, I can say all this and get away with it. But um, so you have this sort of shyness that um, I'm sure women find appealing because it makes you seem more approachable. Hmm. Is that do you th- does that make sense? <laughs>
1: it, yeah, I mean, you were, it theoretically you were, makes a sense. Yeah,
0: you were f- theora- observing observation. But, but if I
1: say if I, you know, if I cop to that, then it's like, so, I mean, it doesn't
0: matter. Uh, you can say, I know what you mean, I guess. I think I know what you mean, yeah. 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 Um, but you were, like, fronting a band. I mean, when you're fronting a band, that's, like, that's hot for any, anybody, really. Oh. Even Jerry Garcia girls liked. <laughs> uh, but it, but the point I'm making, The I mean, what I want to get to is, like, what happened? Did you all of a sudden arrive at RISD and all the girls were like, hey, there's a cute guy here who's not an asshole? <laughs> Let's go after him. What happened? I don't know what did they you said. Find, but did you? No, you don't. But did you find all of a sudden that women were available to you and you had never had that experience before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was Things that like all up. in one day? Yeah. That was one crazy? What <laughs> no. was that like? I don't know.
1: I mean, like I said, yeah, it was a sort of a flowering. Like I knew uh, suddenly became more confident and knowing who I was. And
0: wow. It was. Know. It was like all of a sudden there were all these, all these, all these women. Did did they follow you around and try to <laughs> no. break into your dorm? Room? No, this <laughs> is this is your
1: scenario. This
0: is, <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to blush because it's pretty silly. But yeah. anyway, so all of a sudden you're in school and but what did it feel like? What did it feel like? I mean, I know it didn't happen like all in one minute. Like you mm-hmm. show up at campus, but I mean, your role in the world changed. That's huge. No.
1: Yeah, and that's when I started. Um, yeah, I got. I mean, it's funny. You, you're right about me being shy because I was, and I, w- I I was deathly afraid of being on a stage, for example. But at the same time, I craved to be on a stage, and so I picked up the guitar, and I was inspired by other students at. At art school, who were playing music?
0: Uh, my husband's lurking outside because I said so many things about you being cute. Look at that, <laughs> Phil! You're distracting us. Oh, he's going to take a picture. All right, you can post that later. So, um, so that was stupid. That was distracting. I'm sorry. What happened? Mm, I so when? Forgot. So y- you all of a sudden?
1: Um, I just. I guess I was just saying that it's ironic because yes, you're right. I was shy and I, I always have been. Mm-hmm. but I had this urge to get up on a stage and right, play music. Right. And I, I guess it obviously overcame some shyness in order to do that. And I also, um, I also felt like I could never play music, but then um, enjoyed it so much. So I, that was my impetus. Like if this is fun, if I like what I'm hearing when I record it back to myself or whatever, mm-hmm. then I can pursue this. Like I felt like the sky was the limit when I hit art school. You know, I could, mm-hmm. I could do not that I could do it, Uh, amazingly, but I just felt it was all valid.
0: Well, playing music for you must have been very liberating because I feel like the sense I get from you is that you're innately shy and you know, shyness is pretty much, um, it's, they think of it sort of like a biology, biological nature thing. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I mean, you can, and you, you are, I think there's, I think that's always with you a bit, right? Shyness. Yeah. 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 It's very natural for you. I
1: thought we were, Yeah, it comes to me naturally. I thought we um were taught it, but you're saying something else.
0: Oh yeah, you haven't.
1: I don't know. I better dig into this.
0: <laughs> no, you you thought you 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 thought you had control of your shyness. That's because your dad told you that. Somebody tell you don't? Did you get did you get shit for being so shy? I
1: remember uh, it was so horrible when it's coming. It's all happening now too. But when kids at school would be like, "You're blushing. Look at him. He's turning red," and um. I was, and then it would just make me even more embarrassed.
0: Right, right. Well you I believe that's I mean, it's natural. I mean it's part of your nature. But did well, your yeah. did your family I'm fair
1: skinned too. It doesn't help. Yeah,
0: it doesn't help. Did your family were they okay with you being shy? I don't know. I mean you didn't get like criticized for being shy or anything. Oh. Um or pushed to be not shy. Were you accepted as shy? You I, okay I think so, with your yeah. shyness? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, so being on stage must've been really good for you because when you're a musician and you get on stage and you know your song and all that, you can kind of be, be another person. Yeah.
1: It was a, a form of acting. I remember like I, I would be scared or nervous to be and to be on stage. And then I would, uh, put myself in, into another character and say, okay, I'm going to pretend to be confident.
0: Right. Right. And right. the key
1: word is pretend and then later you'd realize oh i i i really am confident now yeah as long as you pretend which i'm uh, doing right now
0: uh, so you used all that to compensate for your innate shyness yeah that's that's kind of kind of good um i mean do you do you feel like you can connect with people or do you feel like there's this how how about when you get close to people how about your close friends do you think that they see you as a very different person than um, like we do right now? Then what? Then we do here right now. Like, do you think that what I'm wondering about is your shyness is that are you able to really be your, how hard is it for you to really be yourself or do you even know what being yourself is?
1: (laughs) No, that was, I was going to say, who, who are we? Who am I? Um, That's a question that, I
0: think do you think is I, that something on that I ask myself to you?
1: I mean I can list my accomplishments but that's not me
0: right no but, I mean I know what right. you're saying yeah for sure so
1: so yeah we're on the same page I think right
0: yeah I, I have to remind people that they're listening to the greatest station in the world did you know that I mean I can't believe I have to remind them that <laughs> because they should know it but they no. are so thanks for listening to Dr. Lisa gives a shit on Radio Free Brooklyn um, you should download our app. It's so good, and you can listen to all our shows. And I'm here with Marcellus Hall, and uh, we're talking about uh, his emotional qualities and how <laughs> how how he's shy, but he found out that girls liked him when he got to college. So, what was your initial um foray into dating? Like, how did so you get to college? Mm-hmm. Uh, you realize that you can date girls and have sex and what happens? How does that, how does that change? How do you respond to that? What happened there? Hmm. Or should I just ask them or is it in the <laughs> yearbook somewhere?
1: I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean what happened there?
0: Like <clears throat> were you, were you, did you have a, did you get a girlfriend? Did you have sex before college?
1: Um, 21 right. I, lo- I lost it when I was 21 To a French foreign exchange student And uh. and you know It was awkward, clumsy <clears throat> And then um, Then l- later uh, Then I did have a girlfriend uh-huh. and, and yeah
0: S- So how was that How was it having it was a great. girlfriend I was
1: a romantic guy Like anybody probably is when they're that age I still oh. might be um, But you know yeah, when you're with your first girlfriend, it's pretty important. Pretty exciting. Yeah.
0: How long did that last?
1: During uh, the the few years I was in college, you know.
0: Oh, so all through college.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: And then what happened? Did you break up afterwards?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a familiar story where um, you graduate, and then both parties are looking. Towards other horizons. Um, it wasn't easy. It wasn't mutual. Um, she did a foreign exchange uh, thing. You Where know. Where was she from? California.
0: Mm-hmm. Foreign? That's not foreign.
1: No, she, I'm saying she did a foreign exchange thing. She oh, went she went. She studied abroad. Oh. And then I moved to New York, and oh, you know, so I see. Break, did, the, you She you know, went how, to
0: another country. Yeah. Where'd she go?
1: Um, Spain.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> a foreign exchange (laughs) she was from california yeah yeah maybe Uh, i explained that no no, i probably uh um so i'm trying to i'm trying to like i'm trying to like picture this but it's 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 there's i'm gonna can i just say this like there's not a whole lot of forthcomingness here which is totally fine and i don't mean that to sound i'm pretty open you know you are definitely open (laughs) But I'm wondering what what I'm wondering about is if i f I'm just gonna say this. I feel like I'm feeling some emotional disconnection.
1: Really? Between me, me and you myself? and you yeah. Or me and you.
0: No, you and yeah. you. I me think and me. I'm actually me me. really Yeah. Did, oh, but you've the been way in therapy, right?
1: I've I've dabbled in it.
0: Yeah. So what have you communic like how are you able to identify, like some I'm trying to picture, like, what happened when you started dating, how you felt about it and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, like, if all of a sudden I'm imagining maybe you wanted to date a lot of different girls because you hadn't dated a lot. Mm -hmm. Did that happen?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was excited to start my life and the idea of meeting many different people was exciting.
0: Mm hmm. And were your parents judgmental about that?
1: Uh, no, they were pretty hands off. Mm-hmm. In fact, maybe you know it's interesting. They throughout my life they've that's almost a taboo subject to ask their children about their romantic lives. I know that some parents will be like, "Are you dating someone now? How's it going?" And I do, you know, I approve of that woman or that man or whatever. My parents never even go there because they're so afraid of. What they see as meddling or something like that, which is that that fear of meddling or fear of being Mm -hmm. has been handed down to us Mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. And that's a that's a a, a quirky aspect, I think, of my me and my family.
0: So you 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 feel like they don't want to meddle in your. So but does that make it feel like it's hard to communicate with them?
1: Um, no, they would, well, I do think that they would feel uncomfortable, you know, when, if I talk about my relationships, yeah, there's that with my parents, maybe that's true of a lot of people. I don't know.
0: Oh, it does. I mean, you know, I think it's all over the board with people, but Mm -hmm. your parents, do you think that they avoided the idea that you were a sexual being?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. They didn't want to think about that?
0: probably what was their attitude about sex? Did they um were they affectionate or
1: they weren't demonstrably affectionate with each other, but they they loved each other and I think still do. Mm-hmm. Um but the the topic of sex, the physicality, I think I you know growing up whenever that came up, I would recognize their discomfort and probably then I internalized Discomfort Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about that topic. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean,
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Were there any? Were any of your brothers or sisters particularly rebellious? uh, Did anyone get in trouble for having sex?
1: Um, not that I can think of.
0: Mm -hmm. Was your dad? What was your? I imagine your dad being like very demanding. Really? Yeah. Was he? I mean, he's a pretty successful guy, right?
1: Why do you say
0: that? Well, because he's a finance guy and finance is a very, um, you know, high achieving field. Is it? I think so. As opposed
1: to others? Fields? Um,
0: I think that you have to be able to manage a lot of very um, prescribed situations and things like that. Mm. Is he like that? Is he a predictable type guy in some ways?
1: Um, predictable?
0: Or what? Describe him.
1: Do <laughs> um, you know that word persnickety? Mm-hmm. I love that word. You want? you know some synonyms for that? Mm-mm. Um, finicky, meticulous, and there's another one. I forgot it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Was he critical?
1: Um, Yeah, and that, I mean... Both my parents had a sort of critical faculty. Is that the right word? Phrase? Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, and I think that, and that's, that I think is certain, uh, has a certain, um. like we're not so attached to our heritage being... Uh, White. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was going to say German. Mm-hmm. Ah. But, but there's a very, um, st- uh, you know, the German character, there's, yeah. there are, there's certain qualities to the German yeah. character, a certain exactness, a certain oh, yeah. um, meticulousness a certain, uh, 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 you know, uh, attention to order, oh, things yeah. like that. And I think, you know, what, whatever, you know, growing up in America, growing up in a, a progressive hippie church or whatever, you know, in Minnesota, regardless of all that, I think some of that stuff trickles down into... In, and so, yeah. and, and the only reason I say that is because I'm searching for answers about myself and, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I do it actively. And when I, um, you know, think about that, it starts to make some sense.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that, like those qualities, cause, um, I think there are.
1: And it can be oppressive, you know, some of those. It can be oh good and bad. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's comforting, I guess, in a way that like there's a lot of boundaries, but on the other hand, um, there's a lot of rules, right? That yeah, you, yeah. you, yeah, probably. So, yeah. do you feel conflicted about rules a lot? Like, you should be doing. Is there a should? Yes, a lot feel, of feel.
1: I think I grew up with a lot of shoulds, like um, moral things, and um, a lot of a lot of concern about what will people think. You know, the, the right thing to do that would make you appear right. And to me, that's weird because it's not what's right. It's what appears to be right. Right. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's yes. a difference between that and that mm-hmm. that always confuses me. I mean, technically, we should be doing what's right. But if if your rule is to do what appears to be right, you know, by society standards, then that's a whole different thing. Then you're concerned about appearances. And yeah. that's a weird, narcissistic, selfish, fearful thing, maybe, on, well, you know, at its worst.
0: Well, you're trapped by it. Yeah. It's confusing because you're kind of trapped like, well, this seems like the right thing or what I what, what would be the sincere, honest, dec- thing, the best thing to do, but then there's the right thing to do and you want to do the right thing, but yeah. then if you do what you're supposed, what's the true the true thing to do, then you can wind up feeling guilty. You can't win, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? I think so, yeah, yeah, I don't know if that did to me either, but <laughs>
1: um, no, that's sounds- I guess it's just a question of motivation, like what and then you then the question of what is right and why is it right? Maybe what we determine to be right in in any realm like sexual or relationships mm-hmm. or business or whatever, maybe it it all is determined by society. you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I don't know i I believe in human nature and stuff. I think I think that you know I mean we're all trying to do the best we can, and i mean most most of us mm-hmm. um and really just do do what the most we're capable of. We're not all capable of being doing the right thing all the time, and right. fuck that shit anyway, that's so boring. <laughs> um I'm wondering how that must have really come up with women though because. Mm-hmm. I know as a young man or any man, like the idea of what you would like to have happen with women and what's always right is a big conflict, right? Was that a big (laughs) problem for you or?
1: Yeah. Is that, you're right. That's very true. Is that not true with women? I think it must be true with women too, but in a different way, right? Women
0: are idiots. No, women. (laughs) Men too. No, but women, women, I think generally uh, you know, they they want the boyfriend and they want the relationship and they want the mm-hmm. commitment. And I've seen that over even with these young people, w- young women I've interviewed in this in Bushwick. I mean, they think they're cool and they don't care if there's commitment or not. But there is part of them that really wants that. Whereas men, I think, or bo- young men particularly are oh. just really different biologically. And they're and just really comfortable. Of... They're comfortable having anonymous sex or whatever, right. or whatever you want to call it. Right. But, pal sex and women want to be and believe they are, but I think it's hard and mm. I think we mm-hmm. all know that. So I think right. that's a real conflict.
1: I don't yeah, think I men think...
0: have the same problem. Yeah, you're
1: right. I, Testosterone's
0: I think... intense.
1: It is. Yeah, I think so, you're right.
0: So how was that or how it, do, How do was, you feel about that? It
1: was interesting. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is a, an ongoing thing uh, mm-hmm. for, a, for a man, I think, at least in, in my experience. Yes. Um, I'm always wondering about that. Like what is expected of me? What is what is a man supposed to do? And then at the same time I do have biological urges that are just, you know, ma- animalistic and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not. <laughs> no, I do. And um they uh they do they 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 run against the traditional conventions sometimes, you know, um
0: like your parents wouldn't be proud of you if you did x.
1: Um you, it's funny, it you know, I don't think they ever verbalized that, but I think I guess what I was getting at earlier. I think I've internalized some things like that. Uh huh. Like, like, like I sort of know I understand what um, they would disapprove of, and then, but when I really examine it, it's maybe not that, uh, quote unquote wrong.
0: Right. Yeah. You've internalized it. Mm-hmm. So, so
1: I do. Yeah. Feel conflicted about what one should do, and 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 what you know what,
0: and what you've yeah. internalized mm-hmm. so that's got to be complicated how does that affect your relationships do you think i think it does
1: i mean is, is but you know one thing i have going for me i think is that i'm i do i'm open <laughs> i have a list here of what's got you have going, going for, for, me. for you besides. no i mean yeah i have the <laughs> list of accomplishments yeah I mean, and but charming that that and all blows away in the wind when i when i'm faced with the real you know the 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 dirty work you know getting down with uh human interaction, you know, there's there's always conflicts and yeah, that stuff does um oh what I was gonna say, what I have going for me is is uh I feel I'm always willing to uh explore it and talk about it openly with whomever um there mm-hmm. are conflicts mm-hmm. with.
0: I think it must be really hard on you more than maybe even the other person.
1: Um it certainly feels that way a lot, but uh mm-hmm. I also I take it hard when I whatever I do causes pain to other people. I, I mean I take it I, I really I'm hard on myself. So if yeah, that's what you mean. Yes. Why do no. you think that? <laughs> or why do you sense that? I mean, that
0: you're hard on yourself? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why? Because you internalize all those rules.
1: Oh. But that's just because I said I do, right?
0: Um no, I mean I don't know. I mean, yeah, what do I see here? I see uh I see somebody who is weighing and i and i i feel you know completely comfortable here and i i feel like you're being very in the moment and truthful and all that but i mean i just think by nature you're much more guarded than i would have thought let's put it that way and (laughs) i don't take that personally i think that you really but i think it's hard for you i don't think it's Mm. hard hard on anybody else because i think that you question your behavior or you question yourself you know more and it's and it's not fair to you like Mm -hmm. that's you know like you don't need you're great you're great (laughs) (laughs) do you feel do you feel guilt do you feel guilty about like have you this is what i really want to know do have you like had sex with women that you feel guilty about have you done things like that that you feel guilty about
1: um, you mean guilty about having
0: like sex with girls and you didn't call them again oh, or the girls um, that got mad at you, that kind of thing?
1: No, I mean, I, to be honest, I've sort of, I've made peace with that, that, that so-called conflict, but I do feel guilty about, um, not being able to come through as a, as a great guy and causing pain or heartache, not regarding sex. I just mean commitment. You
0: know, that Do you have yeah, with for women? example, have you ever been married? I haven't. And you're in your 40s,
1: right? Probably somewhere up there.
0: Maybe in your 40s. Mm. Only by the math, he looks great. I mean, you you know, you could be 30 something. You could be 38. Like if you, uh, it's just the math. Mm. Um, so uh, you, so you haven't been married. And how much? When, when was the last time you had a long term relationship?
1: Um, just over a year ago, I had a relationship that ended.
0: How long were you in the relationship? I would
1: say three years.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And what's your longest relationship? Seven. And when was that? Um,
1: uh.
0: A long, long time ago. Yeah. So it seems like you have trouble with commitment.
1: No, I think three years was a pretty uh, serious uh, attempt at commitment. And before that was another three-year relationship.
0: Mm Mm-hmm and how did it end can i ask that?
1: um it was difficult it uh, uh it was protracted and it was um painful mm mm-hmm. i mean yeah
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound good well, so it was kind of mutual then but or or there was it wasn't a whole one sided thing
1: no it wasn't like it wasn't somebody cheated and then somebody dis- got hurt it was it's more like what the fuck something's not working we got to talk about it oh but i miss you oh but let's do this let's do that Uh, i'm gonna go talk to somebody about this blah 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 Mm -hmm. and it it's uh
0: how do do you feel about like getting married is that something that you're interested in
1: um yes uh, i have nothing against that in fact uh, more and more uh as i get older it's something that appeals to me but um but it's telling, obviously, that mm-hmm. I haven't been married, mm-hmm. and, you know. But I, I really do value, um, or, or seek to have a, a one-on-one relationship mm-hmm. with somebody. Yeah, and I've, I've had that. I'm just saying that um, right now I'm, uh, single. not in yeah. a relationship. Yeah, I
0: think I think it must. You know, you are really hard hard on yourself, and that <laughs> that is, I mean, that's part of that's your. I'm going to say maybe it's your charm and your downfall, and that like it's <laughs> what like makes you so you know, um, like decent and trustworthy. I think I get a really good feeling about you that way. And it's also like, you're incredibly disciplined and hard and get a lot out of it. But I also think, you know, you're probably very self-critical about your work, blah, 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 blah. But we yeah, got sword. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you don't want to let it go. Cause you gets, so, I mean, it's conflicting to let all that go. Cause you get a lot out of it, mm. but I do want to be, we only have a few minutes left and I kind of want to get back to the original question. And see, so I, I, uh, you know, announce all those things that, uh, all those accomplishments. So is there like looking, looking, going back to the beginning, like looking at you, like you've had in like at least work in a creative career, you've had it. It seems golden to me. Does it seem that way to you?
1: I feel really good about the things I've accomplished. I, I strive to, Accomplish more things. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like some kind of, you know, greedy, um, possessive uh,
0: no, collection
1: sorry. of things that I want to do. But I, I'm, st- I, you know, uh, I look back and see the things I've accomplished, but I also see the the the, the cracks in the facade, mm-hmm. the things that aren't right about them, the things I'd like to do better. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm striving towards something, a certain kind of amazing, perfect piece of art, of a, a song or a drawing or a paint, you know, a painting or mm-hmm. lyrics or a book, whatever. And I'm, I'm sure I'll never achieve it, but mm-hmm. I'll just keep, hopefully I'll keep striving unless mm-hmm. ennui takes over.
0: I don't think, you're way too self-critical to ever achieve that. But do, do you, do you see... Wait,
1: you mean self-criticism will thwart my ability to achieve no, no, good art?
0: No, no, you will achieve it and it will never be good. Oh, you in have my the, mind, right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're that's never true. good, at, you have never good enough syndrome, I think, right? Never yeah, good but, enough?
1: but... I think that's the nature of, of somebody who's making art and creating things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's good to have satisfaction too, and I'm sure you get, you know, sometimes you're like, "Wow, that was great." You get that? Yeah,
1: yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little more healthy than you might believe. I'm mean, in terms no, of no. looking well, at my when I look back, I can say, um, that was a good effort, and that's something I'm proud of. I can mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that.
0: So it seems, yeah. So it seems like. Um, like you've never had a regular job or anything, right?
1: Um, I've worked nine to five before. Really? Where? Like out of college, I did some things. You yeah, know.
0: but mostly you've been able to make a living off your work, right? I've been lucky, and have you, yeah. So you appreciate that. Yes, definitely. You realize that. I'm really lucky, yeah. Yeah. To be
1: able to do something and sustain myself for a while, at least up until at this point, and to, and to enjoy doing
0: it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, you seem like you have like a really good social life, like, right.
1: I like New York and there are a lot of things going on and I love to, um, uh, experience those things. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. So you've got a lot, you got a lot, you got a lot going, you got a lot going for you. It's just that goddamn piece of work is never going to be good enough. You know, but this is, this is really funny. So I, the thing that's really hard for me to understand about you is that it's just really hard to understand where it's like what you said about being internalized, because I guess I would like for you to really enjoy your, enjoy what you have Mm -hmm. and to be happy with an A minus. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you could be a really, you could be the best A minus <laughs> ever <laughs> right. in all of your actions yep. and everything. And if yeah. you could be like, I'm an A minus in all my actions, yeah. and then like, oh man, I fucked that one up, and let it. Yeah. Do you let things go, or do you think about them? You hold them, no, hold on to them. I don't
1: obsess about um what you things that could up. have been better, yeah,
0: or like how you treated somebody or something like that.
1: Um, maybe I do that a little bit yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, because see, I hold on for a long time.
0: See, this is funny, too, what you just said, too much. Maybe I do that too much. You are always, that's a judgment on yourself. Do you yeah. see how that's a judgment you on yourself? did you just ask me to judge myself? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. But, but you, maybe you
1: didn't. Judgment was probably not what you were asking for. You were asking for an assessment. I was
0: asking for an evaluation. I right. got a judgment. Oh, but that was <laughs> smart. You made me think. Okay. You know what? I feel like I've grilled you enough. You've been awesome. <clears throat> and um, No, I, you've been awesome. No, no, no. You. No. You. <laughs> you. Uh, but I also want to share your music. So this is what I'm going to do, folks. We have like two minutes left, and I'm going to play just one of the songs. They'll all be on my... Uh, facebook page and when i post this episode so i'm going to play some of marcellus's fabulous music but before i go i want you to stay tuned okay because right after this is lost and rewound which my good friend Elon danzinger everyone at the station just loves elon and at the meetings you know our group community meetings they rave about a show so you better better fucking stick in there and listen okay So here we are. We're going to play this song called... What's it called? The Star... What's the name of it? Oh,
1: it's called Star Position.
0: Star Position. And uh, appropriately enough, this is about being single.